and welcome to another conversation in Anthropology at Deakin, a podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and anthropology. Each episode, a few of us from Deakin sit down with a visiting fellow anthropologist to talk about their work, about the state of the discipline, and what anthropology has to tell us in the 21st century. I'm David Border-Giles, lecturer in anthropology at Deakin University, and I'm here with my co-host Timothy Neal, and we're about to introduce you to a recording that I did with our guest co-host, Melinda Hinkson, filling in for Tim, who's a research professor at the Alfred Deakin Institute. In this episode, Melinda and I are joined by Elizabeth Povinelli, Lorraine Lane, Linda Yarrowin, Cecilia Lewis, and Sandra Yarrowin. So Lorraine, Linda, Cecilia, Sandra, and Beth are all members of the Carabing Film Collective, a community of Indigenous Australians and their whitefellow collaborators who make films that analyse and represent their contemporary lives and also keep their country alive by acting on it. In the process, they seek to integrate their parents' and grandparents' way of life into their contemporary struggles to educate their children, create economically sustainable cultural and environmental businesses, and support their homeland centres. The Caribbean Collective have produced and tour internationally in support of films such as Wuthar, Saltwater Dreams, The Jealous One, and the winner of Best Short Film at the 2015 Melbourne International Film Festival, When Dogs Talked. In addition, Beth is the chair of the Department of Anthropology at Columbia University. She's the author of books such as Economies of Abandonment, Social Belonging and Endurance in Late Liberalism, and Geontologies, A Requiem to Late Liberalism. Now, I know we say this every time that we have a co-host come in, but I was very jealous about missing out on this. And coincidentally, I happened to be in Darwin, which was the reason why I missed out on this. And I think I may have even been on Cox Peninsula uh, on the day in question doing research on fire. And the books that you just mentioned are books that I've written reviews of. So I, yeah, I felt like I wanted to beam in mm. uh, telepathically. Because the emergence of the Caribbean Film Collective and Beth's work as a critical, theoretically informed anthropologist, you know, has been very interesting to me and important on my work, and I think the work of anybody working in Australianist anthropology. So it's intriguing to have the format expand, and I guess that shows something about the method of the Caribbean Film Collective. Mm. If you want to encounter them, you're going to encounter them as a collective. Mm, that's right. So I, I prepared a few questions and Tim suggested a few questions based on what we knew of her work, which was through her writing. And it was only in anticipation of the podcast that I watched the films. Uh, and then it ended up being a much different kind of conversation. You'll hear Beth say, I think, she didn't come to talk about anthropology. They came to talk about the films and about the collective. Yeah, the terms around these texts, and I guess included in that of the films, but also these academic books that you mentioned is a curious kind of ongoing dialogue or discourse around where do these sit? I've heard Beth say that she thinks geontologies isn't in ethnography, and for me it's the most ethnographic book she's written since her first book. And these films are films, but they're also anthropological in mm. a lot of ways and um, allow certain kinds of anthropological thought to travel in mm. ways that anthropological texts don't usually travel. So at the end of the conversation, Beth made an offhand comment to me about being sorry that we didn't get to talk about anthropology. And I thought, well, in a way, we didn't. If anthropology is, you know, what Ghassan Hajj 
calls it a, a white discipline, then we absolutely did not get to talk about it. But if anthropology is the ethic of appreciating and engaging with humanity, uh, all of us in all our breadth and depth, then we absolutely did. And I love that about the films too. Yeah, these films are travelling in all kinds of ways. You see them travelling in all kinds of festivals, and if you follow Beth on any social media, you'll see uh, the Caribbean Collective you know, in the most kind of refined European establishments, putting forth their vision, their artistic vision, with some gusto. It's, it's really amazing, but also I guess it's up to us and, and other people who see the films to decide, uh, is this a form of public anthropology or, or not? So I caught Beth after watching the films at the Melbourne International Film Festival later in the day, and, and the first thing that I thought to say to her was, that's punk rock. <laughs> They're very DIY, uh, and that in and of itself is part of their intervention. And their aesthetic is rich and diverse and cosmopolitan in the way that punk rock or hip-hop were when they appeared on the scene. I really love that. One of the other things that jumped out at me was the process, the really collaborative process. That resonates with conversations we've had a number of times in the podcast about you know, what it means to decolonise the discipline. And... Beth is really explicit when she talks about the role that race and racism has played in shaping the discipline and the responsibility that she feels to, to channel material advantage and wealth from anthropology back to people in the collective. I came away from this conversation really, really admiring that. So that seems like an appropriate entry point for your conversation with the Caribbean Film Collective. Thanks very much for coming and joining us. So I wonder if we could just go around the table anti-clockwise and introduce ourselves, if that's right. Hello, my name is Linda Yarrowin. I'm one of the Carbon Collective. Hello, my name is Cecilia Lewis. I'm one of the Carbon Film Collective. Hello, my name is Sandra Yarrowin from the Carbon Film Collective. Hello, my name is Melinda Hinkson. I'm an anthropologist at Deakin University. Hello, my name is Lorraine Lane. And I am part of the Caribbean Collectives. My name is Beth Pavanelli, and I'm part of the Caribbean Collectives. And of course, I'm David Giles, your usual host for Conversations in Anthropology at Deakin. And we're really, really grateful to have you all here. And we normally actually start off with a just sort of icebreaker question How did you all meet? How did anthropology show up on your radar? We didn't meet through anthropology. No, no, it was so Anthropology how did you meet? had nothing to do with it, to be honest. Yeah, we met back when we were a child going to primary school back in 1984. That's when we first met Beth. We didn't know who she was. She was just some white lady. <laughs> she came from New York. We used to go and sit with Beth every after school, hang around with her. But we didn't know her. How old mm. you been, Mum? Seven or eight. Ten, I don't think. Seven, I think. Seven. Celia? You was very young and you came to yeah. Bellevue? Yeah, what, 21 or something? 22? 19 or 21? 20, 20, 20, 20, something like that. You was so young, yeah. I've been just, just being a 10-year-old when I met Beth. She came over. How long had you been in Bellevue at that point? Well, I, I had been in philosophy at St. John's College in Santa Fe, on the desert, and 
I had, mm. I don't know, I saw some movies actually, some Australian movies like Chant of Jimmy Blacksmith. Mm. <laughs> Your dad. Yeah, yeah. But I had no idea, of course. I didn't know anything. I was at the great books like Western philosophy. And I just wanted to get out of that country. So there was a fellowship to just get out of the country. So I said, I want to go to Australia. And I was camping at Mandora. And Big Truck Mom, your mom, hmm. and that um, Kumu Mom came down and said, what the heck are you, who are you? I said, oh, I'm Beth Povinelli. And they said, how'd you get here? And I said, I was having a fellowship. They said, oh, do you know how to write a grant? I said, yeah, I know how to write a grant. They said, do you know anything about childcare? I said, oh, yeah, I know about childcare. I didn't know anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> and they said, if you come and help us and work for that woman, that uh, big truck mom. Uh, woman, Nucky. Yeah, you can stay. And from there, that's how I've been come to be daughter of that one. The big truck mother. Uh, yeah, and then yours. And I grew up in Louisiana, you know, outdoors, hunting. Turtle, everything, mm. squirrel, frog, bullfrog. Same like the video where it's looked. Yeah, mm. that are not. Mm. Turtle, man, you know, we're going to see in the yeah. television. Yeah, that freshwater one. You see that one. Yeah, that are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and another thing is my white family, my father's side family, we come from a little village in the, what's now the Italian Alps, but it used to be the Austrian-Hungarian Empire. And from my white father's side, we think of our country as belonging to five families. And it's called Porzolo, and it's itself. We don't consider it to really be part of Italy or anywhere. It's just us. Mm. So I was just like, wow, this is like my family. Mm. I don't know. And then I just stuck there. Anyways, at the end of the year, they were involved in a big land claim. And by law, indigenous people can't just represent themselves through the Land Rights Act. They have to be represented by a lawyer and by a anthropologist and those old people can say, ah, you don't seem like a stupid white woman. Why don't you come be our lawyer? And I said, I don't want to be a lawyer. I've been all my life I've been not being a lawyer. They said, what about anthropologist? And I said, what is that? All men again. Yeah, all men. Your father been in it. All men, very And so that's how that anthropology part becoming. But anthropology for me, it's not what's important. For me, anthropology is studying how white people continue to put themselves on top of my family, indigenous family. No matter what they say, they're always really trying to just take money or take stuff or take information or take land. And that's what I study. And I don't care about anthropology, really. Maybe I shouldn't say that on a podcast. Mm, no, that's, that's a good great. thing to say. I yeah. care about my family, to be honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to come back to a lot of those questions. Okay, but I'm done now. They're done now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're all here in Melbourne for a very exciting business to mm. show cutting films at the oh. Melbourne International Film Festival. Mm. Yeah. Could you tell us what carabin is? Well, carabin is a low tide turning. It's just going out. It's the meaning of the word. Oh, of the word. Mm-hmm. Meaning Karabin low tide. Family. Four different family groups. But we're all one family. All together, living together. And we just call ourselves carabin. 
We uh, want to call us up through our family clan group, so we just use the name Caribbean because we all been come from four different parts. And the meaning of the low tide turning, it's just we know when the tide's going out, that means we can collect and gather food. So it's a good time. It's a hopeful it's time. It's a good time. time you're yeah. yeah. Things. Mm. 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 Collect mussel, mud crab, crab, yeah. Long bone. Long bone, or that thing. What that are? Periwinkle. Periwinkle, yeah. What they call periwinkle. The what are tree? That arar. Arar. It's just mm. that a mangrove snail. Maybe we could tell everybody how carving started. Oh. We were homeless. And we were living in mm. all the family was mm. homeless and things yeah, like that. Living in a crowded house. Because mm. we had the big thing, eh? Right, right. back in 2005. 2005. Seven. 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 No, not five, seven. Yeah. There was a big riot. Yeah. That's why we all come homeless and things like that. All our kids were very small, small. back then. Small. Now they've grown up now. Now all the young adults, now most of them. Hmm. Ah, 2007, eh? That was, riot was before that intervention? Right before, eh? Before. Right before. Right before. Right before. And government been promised everybody, like, there was a big riot, and then government, you've been there, government been promised house, eh, the country. Yeah. Mm. And then intervention happened, and what happened to that promise? No, it didn't happen, happen. that it is must be forgot about us. We're trying to get justice. We couldn't. But we, we couldn't. never. Mm. Yeah, it was so sad in those We days. lost everything. Everything. They lost. Mm. Went through justice, through court, nothing. Nothing. We lost the they house. We burned the car. house. They my sister's house. They burned her house, the house And our car. Mm. Yeah. Me and Rex, so sad. So sad. They've been burning. Samuel, Everything in the house. Putting house through in the house. Took all my kids' clothes, bedding. Yeah, maybe I'm sure but So we've been wind up homeless in the bush. Yeah. But there wasn't carbing yet, eh? No, no. 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 There was no carbing yet. Nothing. There was a day that we really came up with that idea of carbing it. Mm. So we were all sitting down on the beach side. We was waiting for um, ABC to come and interview us eh? mm. at Bangalore. Mm. And we were all gathering around waiting, mm. but that didn't happen. Somebody stopped it. Mm. Somebody Instead of want to know what the truth is, you know? Yeah. They didn't say? want to know. They yeah. didn't want to hear our side of the story. So and we so thought, oh, we do this, but why don't mm. we make a movie? Mm. And show them how we've been living, how lifestyle struggled mm. through life and all that. Yeah, we decided to sit around along the beachside talking to each other. Let's just uh, do something for ourselves. Mm. Well, children, you know. But no, we tell a story different way. Differently. Mm. By mm -hmm. making a movie. Making a movie, you start up. And then you've made a couple of films yeah. now. Yeah, the Lots. first one. About when the six, dogs talk. First the dog talks was one. really about how we were struggling through life and how I used to put up with my family overcrowding in the house and I used to have a problem with territory housing and all that. So that was the first one? Yeah. was the first one. Yeah. We won the Melbourne Cinema Nova Best Short Film, Film. Film. Yeah. Mm. Prize at the awesome. 2015 yeah. Melbourne International mm. Film Festival. Yeah. yeah. And was that another one? Then we <coughs> make Winjiramuru, and then the next one was Winjiramuru is about our young kids. Uh, yeah. Still get blamed for stealing, this and that, causing problem and 
policemen always pick on them. Even though the mining was stealing. The mining, the mining was, stealing. was stealing. Yeah, yeah was the mining mob was stealing the whole country. And meanwhile, police are mm. putting indigenous young people in jail. Eh? Yeah. Mm. It was about that. And then that third one was Wuthar, that salt water. Broken down one boat. Broken down boat. And like different people got different ideas oh, why the boat broke, broke down. Broken. Sister, my sister Linda. <laughs> tell him. Right. No, you tell him. I'm right. Sit, like trying to show that we're all together, but we also got different ideas. Like beliefs sure. too, you know, mm-hmm. like our beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Linda. Believe in the Lord. Believe in the Lord. Trevor believe in his ancestor. And Suntu and over believe in the, <laughs> just the motor broke down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was just water. like no spare yeah, part, yeah. that's yeah, all. That's yeah. And then that fourth one. Nighttime go? Nighttime. Nighttime go. Based on real story? Real story. Yeah, real story. Then yeah, mm. a story. story. Yeah, when my grandmother yeah. woke, was yeah. in the war back in 1942, maybe. Mm. I watched that one. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about those internment camps, mm. you know, mm. mm-hmm. where they collected yeah. everybody, forced them onto internment camp, and it was really bad. Really based on a true story where my grandmother and her family mm. escaped from that camp, went back to her. Donkey camp. <laughs> mm. Yeah, donkey camp. But we changed the ending, Gammon. <laughs> like we say, ah, oh, then they got everybody to chase all the white people out of the whole northern <laughs> territory. <laughs> we oh. wish that happened. We wish that happened, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's mm. a big moment in that film. Yeah. Yeah. When your Melbourne audience watches that film, they'll go, it'll be like a moment where everyone stops and just thinks. Yeah. It's like, oh. Because like, that's the moment where... All the white fellas in Australia, they get really, really frightened. Mm. Oh, Japanese are coming. Yeah. But mm. then we see all those ceremony films that you yeah. put in that film. Yeah. Mm. The celebration, it's like, oh, different way, different yeah. story. Mm. Yeah, different instead of, of celebrating of Japan been driven out, celebrating white people been driven out. Mm. Mm. One thing that I heard you say, Beth, on mm. some film some time ago, was that Karabing is a schoolhouse made oh. out of film. Now, that might be a long time ago. I don't know if you still like that line, but I thought that was a really Mm. interesting way to think about what you mob are doing. Yeah, to us, it was a learning thing, too, for us. Most of us, we don't know anything about technology. We get the young kids. They're really smart on it. But also, I've been meaning, like, we have been talking the other day. Those young kids, they want to make films. Mm. And so while they're making that film, the films, films, when they're making films. Get it right. Get it right. (laughs) (laughs) And same time they're learning as they go along. Mm. That stories of the country. It's teaching them the same thing. Stop them from, you know, Mm. drinking or Mm. whatever and get involved. That's where they don't have problem with the police. And they get excited for traveling and all that. Yeah. And when we go overseas or even Brisbane or wherever, they meet other people who have similar struggles. Mm. Yeah. And they learn more about European history. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When it was me over in Gabo, first time we go to Eindhoven for that Von Abbey thing. Von Abbey. Yeah. And we're in that museum and they were showing all these pictures of the Dutch that really in the north, those European in the north. Hmm. from, I don't know, like 1500s or something like that, like a long time ago. And they were killing, they were killing each other. Kitty. Mm-hmm. Like, 
like bullocking them and hang them up Ooh. itself, you know, like from lake. And Dover said, Beth, what the hell is, what is this? And I said, I said to the, the curator, I said, what, what is this? And she said, oh, these are prints from when the Christians and the Catholics were slaughtering each other. And I said to Dover, yeah, see, that's the thing. They don't tell you is that white people, they first slaughtered each other, like Bullocky, and when they were done with themselves, they came and slaughtered you. Mm. And Overman said, whoa. So it's like better than school A. Mm. Mm. Where's the film going? Or where have you shown the films? <laughs> Been to uh, um, New York, London, and Paris, where they played in the Pompadour and mm. Tate Modern. Even go Berlin. Berlin. The Hakuve. We won one award in Berlin too, innit? Oh, we won one award in the all of Europe. Europe. The world, really. That the visible world. award. Invisible. Oh, visible. 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 Yeah. Mm. I got that thing at home, eh? Yeah. And where did you just come back from? China. Wangdo, whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> I can pronounce it properly. And mm. Gavin and everybody, Shannon. We went there this June, eh? June. June, mm. yeah. yeah. And those younger people and Suntu went to the Van Abbey in, in the Netherlands. Then we went and to Helsinki and Stockholm. And Stockholm. we've been to and Sweden. Sweden and oh, we've been everywhere really. Mm. First trip they right went on. to Jerusalem. Ah, yeah. Jerusalem, that, yeah. Right. Calandria, Palestinian Biennale. Yeah, the three, three young kids. I meant to go, but my passport didn't come in. That's a lot of places. Yeah. When you go to a new place and you show the films to new people, does it change how you think about the films? You know, someone from China or someone from Paris, they're going to have a different background, so they're going to see the film different. Well, it may we think differently about being at home and, like, you know, we're doing something for ourselves. Mm. You know, it just makes me think that we are not just nobody. We are somebody we've made it, mm. you know. Mm, right on. That we are doing something. Yeah, I would say, Sisson, but I'm asking you, like, mm. it's interesting because, like, a lot of people, they go out, they show their work or they show their films or show their book or show their, mm. I don't know, art, whatever, and they change it afterwards. They change how they do it or what they're doing. Mm. But my experience is mainly these films are changing us for the good, i.e. Mm. in giving real confidence Mm. Yeah, and, and also making us really proud of us too. Yeah, mm. right. And mm. keeping kids out of jail. Yeah, yeah. and being them. a role model to our kids too. You know, leave the be uh, past behind we and go forward. Keep going forward. Yeah, we don't want to live in the past anymore. We just want to keep you know, just going go forward. forward. Doing something like making movies was different for us. We didn't know we we're gonna get this far. You know, to be famous and all that. Mm. and travel. Most of them travel halfway around the world, no? Yeah. Yeah. It's like anthropology. What is anthropology for? Is it for itself? Or what is philosophy for? Is it for itself? Or what is anything for? Right. And if you ask me, that thing is only meaningful if it's for making the world better for the people that you are committed to and you want their world to be better. It's not for itself, right? You don't go and use people to make anthropology better or to make philosophy better. You go and use those things to make the people, people. that you care about better. Like, the films are better. I think we're getting better and better. better, and better. Yeah. I think we're getting... To be honest, I think the film's getting better and better and better and better. But the point is to use the films to make the people, people 
yeah, better. better yeah. Mm. If the films get better, or if anthropology get better, or philosophy get better, but the people remain the same or worse, fuck it. Mm. Fuck it all, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Burn the film, burn anthropology, burn philosophy. Because mm. it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Sorry. It's so true, but it's so hard, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, so it's hard. It's hard because... <laughs> Government never listens. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Well, the transformation yeah. is hard. We can make together all sorts of wonderful things that yeah. might show a better world. It's not about showing. It's more, well, if you want to know, it's pragmatism. Like in the old philosophical sense, pragmatism. It's like you do this thing to make the world better. And the world is, don't you think, being is more better yeah, than more it was? Better than it was. Yeah. It was more better than, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys... Feel more better. Feel much better. Yeah, much yeah. better. Yeah. 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 We just with the carabin. Yeah. You know, we're able to, if people come and ask, what's carabin about? We open up and mm. we tell mm. them. Express mm. ourselves. And we left that community. Now you're on the council. you got full-time job full-time in working. Job. Mm. Like it's government might, change. government might never do anything. But if you wait for government, nothing's going to happen. happen. Mm. Unless you've got to do things yourself. For sure. Mm. Mm. And yeah. make things happen. Try to yeah. tell them if they're not listening well. Make it a another way doing, doing things. Mm. Another way doing things. Yeah, mm. for sure. My favorite film mm. so far is the Jealous One. Oh, oh you like that? Yeah, I like that, that, yeah. oh, I that, I like that really, movie. Really great. Yeah, really great. Right. Why do you and, like it? And one thing, well, a, a number of reasons, <laughs> but one thing that's going on in that film is this business of anthropology and government oh, working yeah, together, stopping the always knocking law. down that yeah. country. Yeah. 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 Blocking the tradition and all right. trying to get to his country. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. our friend Tessie turning up, you need authorization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good actor, that Tess. She plays as white people yeah. spot on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So yeah. I've got those power things in mind a little bit. That's, no, that's right. I say that back. Hey, yeah. so that question about how you make a good life, a stronger life, yeah. but at the same time, always coming up against yeah. something that's stopping you to go all the way. Well, that's right. And that's why what you just said is so cool. You go find another way around. Yeah. Mm. We knock the fence down and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the padlock. Yeah. Don't worry about that padlock. Yeah, like, I'll tell you a story. I would say this was 19, uh, 1995, and Ben Scambry, who's now the head of Sacred Sites, <laughs> right on Ben, was working in NLC on Native Title. He was in charge of Native Title. And we were doing that land claim. And all the old people in me, we started saying, oh, this is going to go really wrong. We better get all that information for, like, Mabalook, Nandawoodi, downloaded into Beth, because mm-hmm. you're still young. And so we could get it back to you. And one day, we were on a boat, and we were outside. And we landed. No, that was this other trip. Oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe the same trip. Anyways. Yeah, the same trip. Be same, like yeah, yeah. same trip, yeah. So I had all the husbands, all the brothers on this boat. This kind of boat, Sabi. And we were really tired. Long way to go. We got to this place called Banagaya. And we were all really tired, because you Sabi, you know, that wave. Mm. And we were all sharing that everybody knows, just getting all, you know, passing around the stories. And 
I'm sure Jane, father said, I'm never coming back. It's too far. <laughs> and I said, you know, those white people never, ever going to stop. They're always going to, no matter mm. if we win or lose, they're going to keep going, oh, putting the pressure mm. on, testing, testing, testing. Mm. You wait. They're going to come here next time soon. Mm -hmm. And that sure Jane, father would say, well, we, I'm just going to make those old people do it. And we're sitting there, and I'll bet he, he was only like 40 or 38 those years. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at him. Suddenly I said, oh, my God. I said, you know what, brother? You are the old person for this country. And he was only 38, and he's the oldest person in that family. Oh, Diane. Yeah, Diane. 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 Well, okay, well, whatever, on the boat. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like they're never going to stop. So you guys, you had the longest land claim. I'm a bit interested. I heard that now that government's got to clean up that country before yeah. they yeah. it back. Yeah? That's right. So yeah. I thought people might be interested Poison. to know what they did on, on that country for what? all those years that they've got to clean up now. Oh, what been poison up? Didn't burn, but a lot of said it and burn a bit. Yes. Asbestos. Yeah, but also the PCPs. PCP. They had that, what that thing, the transmitter? Transmitter, yeah. Transmitter, yeah. Transmitter, yeah. Galvin or something? Poison called Galvin or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. They had the military during the Japanese war. Mm. They had all that military stuff there. And that left all the PCBs into the ground. In the ground, yeah. Mm. And then asbestos and, and that transmitter asbestos. radiation. Yeah. And they didn't really tell people that land was poisoned because people still used to go on that day. Yeah, they died. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they put a little fence around it, like a little area, and so we never went inside really the fenced area, not really close up, but it ends up it was everywhere. Mm. Everywhere. They were mm. testing, you know what? They were testing where the white people live at. Calling They were Golding testing. Beat. Yeah, they mm. were testing their bore water all those years. But they've been finding where the poison was coming through the ground now from that old dump. Ah. That's why they would close that close dump. dump yeah, down. Yeah, protecting yeah, but only after mm. they were giving the land back. They didn't yeah. give a damn before, eh? Mm -hmm. yeah, they never all tested all water. They no, only they tested the they were. holding sand. Yeah. Were they giving that country back little bit, little bit, while they were holding some of that other country for cleaning up? We don't know. That. We need yeah, communication. Mm. You need authorization. Right. Maybe tell the story where, where we were making that Winterumer film and how we found out that that other area was poisoned. Remember, we were shooting that scene, the fence scene. Here you go. You get the big box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were shooting. You want to tell this? Like Winterumer is about okay. So there's four young boys. Boy. Boys came up with that idea. It was about transmitter on. Gavin, Kelvin. Reggie. The, the, really, those three came up with that Yeah, that three were yeah. Yeah, so they said, we want to do a film where we get accused of stealing, stealing beer and get chased through the bush by police. And then, <laughs> Jojo, you added, what you been at? The ranger. Jo Mining, right? Miner. And then over it's in... just looking up the country and land, you know? And then over in... Soon to added the miners. Yeah. miners. And then the miner, they were stealing. Yeah. Yeah. She was the ranger. Yeah. 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 And we sent Cameron to spy on them to find out exactly what they were doing. The rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we shape up the story. Like someone has an idea, and then other people add their bits on, and then we shape it into a story. So anyways, we were shooting the scene where the four young boys are being chased by the cops. 
so we picked this little old fence line and we said, oh, we just shoot there. It's really pretty. So we have the, the pretend cops running, <laughs> chasing the young boys through the fence. And then the pretend cops stop yeah. because we painted the sign that said, poison. stop poison. Yeah. And we just painted it on a log and we put it next to the fence. And so we shot that whole scene. It was really fun and funny and everything. And then we were coming out to the main road. And what do we find but real policemen? Yeah. yeah. Because we would have been sitting outside. Oh. Yeah. You might have been sitting outside. And then I, they were like, ah, oh, real police. So I decided, oh, I'll distract them. So I went over to the real police. And we had the fake police. So the fake police and the real police. And me, I'm standing there. And I was like, oh, you real police, you should be in the next film. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. But the real police asked us, where were you guys shooting? Were you in the restricted area and we're like oh no we weren't in the restricted area we were on the dirt road that goes to this one little beach camp and that mm -hmm. police said that whole area is contaminated and you didn't know we didn't know mm. we didn't know that we just only thought that one little area where they had the fence around well we've been hunting drinking camping eating. <laughs> everything mm -hmm. they camp at their yeah yeah so they've never come and said anything so when do they come into contact with you really government, you know, people yeah. from government. You think they care they're going to come and tell you? So that you just never see them? No. Except, oh, when yeah. do we see police? Please, no, government. Government you're talking about. Oh, government. Well, all police, the whole, police come the whole every state, time really. And troubles around, people drinking. Mm -hmm. But they don't mention it. They don't mention or tell you where to go or not to go. Yeah, and that's all you ever see of they government is the police. They just come to find people for drinking, that's it. It's yeah. for, know, they give you a ticket for one can of beer. Can. Mm. How much ticket for one can? $194 for just one can yeah. of beer. see you drinking it. Can yeah. of beer. Only get $340 a fortnight. So one yeah. can, that wipes out your whole paycheck. People got fines for seven, eight thousand. Oh, the she was in jail. Why was she in jail? She had a fine for ten thousand dollars because she couldn't afford to pay it off. So they put her in jail. Mm-hmm. She was getting the same amount, two hundred something dollar fortnight, and she couldn't afford the payment. Mm -hmm. yep. The people I work with in America, a lot of them are homeless and then they have mm -hmm. the, the same thing. You get fined for sitting on the footpath, you get fined for yeah, sure. sleeping in the wrong place. Black Bella. Oh, African-American. Yeah. Yeah. They're fine you for urinating not. in a public place too. Yeah, well. yeah. Grass. and there's no but toilets. There's no toilet. There's no toilet. Where else can mm -hmm. you go? Yeah. yeah, so people get fines and fines and fines and they can't pay their fines so they end up in jail. Yeah. You know, it's a cycle. So they end up coming out of jail and then they been in jail so they can't get a job so they end up homeless again so they get fined again i mean one of the things i'm really interested in is the way the same things play out in the city as in the country but they affect different people but the same same, same prices of gov yeah yeah same racism same classism well it is true that white i don't i am also white with a sharp nose <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say government even if it's a progressive government even if you get labor or whoever you know mm -hmm. Would have better go away, accumulate capital and power over poor people. They share strategies, we know that. You know, it's 2018, and you've been thinking about this together for 20 years now, longer. 34. Longer. Yeah. 30. Does anything feel like it's changed at this point? Better or worse, same. What would say the same? You yeah. see anything changing? Nothing yet. Oh, Nothing. not really. Mm. I don't know. It's you can try and change, but then. Mm -hmm. It falls back to the same yeah. problem, same issue, mm -hmm. everyday life. Mm -hmm. Look, let's think about where 
everybody lived like that earlier. Like, like what color skin is in charge of all the jobs? White people. White people run it. It's all the local people in the community. They want to try work, but they won't give them a job. But we also got a lot of stress and. You got some jealous people get jealous, jealous of you people in that when you try to do something. And I, look, I'll put some truth on the table too. You know, mm. we got a lot of, because it's boring mm. and nothing doing do and there's no cars and used to be. Yeah. Used to be. Okay, we just would drive around about any kind of car. Well, they busted up on it. Make it work like mm. before. Me no again. I've been that you first motor car. Yeah. It was just busted up. Busted up. Yeah, please don't even. And we just saw off the top and go from Bellion down to Bull Beach. Mm -hmm. You know, just registered. What's a registered car? We mm. got no idea. People hanging off the side of the car. Whatever. Now, you try and even get five kilometers anywhere with a car, bang, mm. fine, policeman. Mm -hmm. Like before, yeah, it was rough, eh? But you could get anywhere, just Because go. now the road and sea road. Yeah, and mm. now policemen everywhere. Yeah. Since intervention, all the money mm -hmm. went into the police force. Mm -hmm. So now you're more locked up in those communities. So now we're more bored, more worse fighting. So, yeah, sometimes people get a job and they don't show up. Let's, mm. let's face it. But mm. now, because it's more worse, and now people are more strict, they don't, like, give any slack. When you're at work, you only can use the card to use it for work thing. Mm. Only for work But place. then again, see, this white person always control you, that you're always going to, you just have to use the car and take it back to where the workshop is and lock it up. Yeah, and they're always controlling. Yeah, always. And even, like, okay. And it makes me really, really upset, you know? Why can't we've we've got license? We've been trained to drive, yeah. which is why can't they be equal with us? We're all human yeah. beings. Yeah, yeah. And even with Carter being going around the world, instead of look, I understand jobs. They need people to work in jobs. Okay, I understand that. But the pro it's like we were saying before with the anthropology of philosophy or film. What is it for? What is the communities for? Is it for making sure people turn up to work all the time? Or is it saying, this is Aboriginal land, these are Indigenous people own this place, we should be building up Indigenous people? So it, let's say Karabing gets invited to go around the world. Do you say, well, if you leave, I'm going to sack you and you're going to lose <laughs> your job? And instead of saying, wow, that's really great, you go, you this go is, and explore like, the world. Every time, like that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, it's like really punitive. Mm -hmm. So not, not I would say it's changing, changing but not, it's not like changing, changing for the for better. Oh. It's just new thing you got to try go around, like mm. Gigi would say. Yeah. But it's just benefit of, you know, of the people in the community. They want to do things, you know, travel around the world, see their... Bigger picture, you know, bigger world. Mm. Show the bigger Show world. The world. Mm -hmm. We're hearing these stories all over the Northern Territory yeah. at the moment. Same, 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 same eh? community. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, mm -hmm. very powerful stories. Mm. But I would also like to not just be negative because, on the other hand, Cotterbean just keeps doing it anyways. Yeah, just mm. keep on doing it. That's yeah. all? Yeah, yeah, we just do. How many people are in Cotterbean? 30. 30. 35, 40. We don't, we don't including know. Including kids. Uh, Including kids, yeah. We get yeah. a lot of kids to grow up there, young. What the age group? Because that also different, eh? A lot that of, from uh, seven to... 
Oh, how old no. Claudio Webb? Could it be him? Three. Three, four, four. Can you marry Three. My oh. little, littlest, I call her sister, but like white person, my great. Granddaughter. Granddaughter, yeah. Mm. Three to. Right up to. Oh, you're the oldest now, I think. 60. Yeah. Mm. 60. Do all of you get together and write the stories yourselves? You were so, around yeah. together, yeah, talk about it, things like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Who want to play the next part in this movie? You know? Who's mm -hmm. got an idea? Yeah, like well, that. We sit around. We're know? doing one. Uh, we're gonna start up one hip hop. Young people, young, young people. Young people. Yeah. Do the mm. hip hop. Kieran, Chloe, Ethan, Chloe, and Tyrus. Tyrus had an idea to do a hip hop one. Mm. They want to do a hip hop one. And then, it, no, yeah, we got to mix the hip hop with a bit of crawberry in it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe yeah. you can put brother, you know, that crawberry one? Yeah. yeah. Um, can we find the music on the internet? We didn't do it yet. We didn't do it yet. Come on. Music. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of um, Aboriginal filmmaking mm. mobs, they're making films, but they always go through their media association, like Brax or Skinnyfish. Like, Community TV, you get a lot of good films, but mm. sometimes people got to work very hard. They got to get that grant first. Oh. You know? So grant. slowly, slowly, slowly. slowly, slowly. How do you do it without money? Or you bring special money? Or you don't get special. You, you just do it without money. Without yeah, ATM there. <laughs> <laughs> we have gotten a couple grants, but when we would start this carving thing. You test no more. This carving among among yeah, meaning money. Me, I would say, making the films can't cost my indigenous family one cent. It can't cost one cent. They don't got one cent. That's called settler colonialism and it's racial impoverishment. It's got to both in terms of money hopefully but also just in terms of what we're saying it's got to be building, building. yeah mm -hmm. building people building country so the deal is i paid to make the films the first two we used outside carping we used um cameraman cameraman, cameraman sound man lighting man poorly yeah poorly yeah, poly. believe me that yeah. pedagogy yeah, yeah. and we yeah. even used directly Liza. Liza, yeah. Liza. Yeah, we didn't pay her. Tim. Yeah. So we paid about three people outside, which mean that first short one, we'd never been make any money. You guys never got anything. Nah. And then I was looking at it, I was like, God, I'm, we're paying all these white people. Like, I'm paying all these white people. Plus, it's frustrating because they're good. Mm -hmm. Like that Ian Jones, great cinematographer, yeah. did 10 Canoes. But we got to do it on their schedule because they're industry people. So, and that doesn't work for us so well. And so we switched to iPhones. So I bought some iPhones. And then it sound. And then David, not really daddy, David Barker, who's a brilliant independent film guy, taught me how to edit. So each of these films, they probably cost me 30, 40, sometimes $50,000. Like, where you guys invite me to be Professor Povinelli, <laughs> and you pay me money to talk to you. <laughs> that all goes back into paying them. Yeah, yeah. paying us. Paying them. Mm -hmm. And then any money we make, where do we put that money? In part of an account. Yeah. And then how do we decide how to use that money? We have to have a meeting amongst ourselves. Yeah. And we mm. discuss what we're going to use it for if we want to build an health station or something. So it's like a redirection machine. Mm. So you keep mm. all the money, money. power. Yeah. For yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
So because I got a sharp nose and I'm white, <laughs> not only that, but you know, but you're still yeah. family. Yeah, not but because of racism. Yeah, I'm family. You mom, my family. I hope. I don't know. We you are. are family. <laughs> Anyways, but still, because of color, because color, because colored skin resources still flow into me. So yeah. how do I redirect that back into? Economy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So grants always going to flow the money. Really, in the mm -hmm. end, it's going to flow it out to other people. Exactly. To be honest. Yeah. Does it sort of feel like you're wearing different hats at different times and you've got to put the Professor Pognelli hat on to make the money flow and then take that hat off yeah. and put another yeah. another one yeah. on to make Something the film? Like Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where we been Wong show? Yeah. So was that the first time you saw her give a talk? Yeah, acting like a professor. I never saw her do it. What did you line. think about that? It's <laughs> great. Another thing that I saw her when she... That's when she talked. Sevilla mm. London? La London, yeah. Full talk. Full, Full talk. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sure you ever say? Andy, yeah. why meet you in Pedagogy meeting white men go on and on? I said, I don't Never know. She said, Top you too. You can go on <laughs> and on. Yeah, it's funny. Enough. And all our family at the back in the car being mum. Yeah, but but that's what makes us money. Mm, anthropologists put people to sleep. Yeah, talk about the weather. Let's talk about the weather. Yeah, and plus again, it comes back since this is an anthropology podcast. I guess it's also like me. I like standing up and saying how to put it. Like when I give a talk, like full on full full professor talk like put on that thing it's like how do you say this is not about you understanding it's not about having the audience like oh poor indigenous people it's about you and no matter like let's say me like I'm a good person other than when I'm irritating mm. <laughs> but it's not a about whether I'm a good person or a bad person, it's about the way, no matter if you're good or bad, certain people benefit. All right? So certain people are going to benefit. Like if we say we're family and we got real feelings and, you know, like seriously, that is really true. But nevertheless, they're still going to separate us because I'm got this kind of... Yeah. And they're still going to keep shoving value into me mm. so how to get people to say that's going to happen no matter what you feel mm. and it's about how you benefit mm -hmm. how are you like me going to do something to interrupt that to shake them up mm. can't solve it like i cannot solve the problem but at least we put it on the table yeah you know mm. i could give all my money away and I can't solve the problem, mm. but at least it's on the table. Mm. Mm. Can I ask another question? Because I'm, I'm interested in, you know, how Indigenous media is kind of a global thing now. Like there's Maori TV, and I have friends who live in America oh. who've seen the um, Bush Mechanics video from Walkery Media. Oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah. that one? Yeah, I've seen it. NITV. NITV. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I was just wondering if you look at Maori TV and think about how they did it. Or if you have people get in touch from other indigenous groups, people are starting, I think, to listen to each other all around the world. We're going to go Kononor. We just do our own thing, to be honest. Do we? 
Yeah, yeah. when you come. We we'll have to make a movie when you are. I don't know why you need me. <laughs> but you guys come up with the ideas before me come here. But I'm we always around. And director. you're the one with the car and directing you're people. You're the director. Yeah, because mm. you mob. Miss oh. Rush Rush. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you give us time, you know, to get up for breakfast. No, 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 get up, get up now, get a cup. No, we've been changed that model. That's yeah, why yeah. we changed it. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting thing because, you know, uh, what you would say, you would say focus, get everybody to focus, eh? I think people think, oh, well, you just, you know, people will just do it or whatever. But, like, life on community, how much sleep you get sometimes from fight and fight? No. Oh. Who can't sleep? We have you to sit up all night, toss and turn. Mm. Fight sleep. sleep. You can't. You yeah. have to come out and you know check if you're all right. You have a sleep. Nothing. Yeah, right. Burn you when you sleep. You know what's going to happen. Right. It's just not enough sleep. There's fine with them kids, you Sleep. People scattered where everybody scattered out. Run in the bush. Let's say someone. Goes down to Beswick, like Ethan is in Beswick, which is great. I'm good, yeah. So, okay, like Kieran and Ethan want to do the hip hop thing. How are we going to go get Ethan? We have no motor car. Mm. We have motor cars, but they're unregistered. Mm. So, if we try and go get them, well, you end up in jail, or maybe you're trapped somewhere. Mm. And you get a fine. And you get a fine. So, once again, mm -hmm. what we face is, you know, like with the Caracol motor car, I gave to Suntu. Mm. Once we fix it up, where are people going to get $800 to register it? Well, I'll do that $800 to register it. So it's mm -hmm. like director is called focus person. Mm. Like that Carabin motor car. Yeah, like Carabin motor car. It's like sitting there. I so. can find 1200 to buy that. Yeah, where are we going to mm -hmm. find that? Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, I do. We'll yeah. find it. Because it's still gonna come out of my pocket. I'm gonna ask you. Eh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or we can ask each other. Should we use some of our funding to fix up Cotacol and Cotterbing or mm. something like that? Mm. Or you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's like if you're gonna make films mm. that are truly grassroots from really where it's at, not from industry where mm. living in the like a fantasy land. Fantasy mm -hmm. land. Big. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then it's like yeah. So then to make a film, like even with those iPhones, I still haven't bought the new ones because the new one's going to cost three thousand dollars. But where where would three thousand dollars come from? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not out of the sky. <laughs> Not out of the sky. Where would the folk? Where it's like yeah. you guys come on, let's do it. It's like well, so and so's over here and so and so's over there. You know, mm -hmm. like okay, that's all right. You know, wake up, wake up. Mm. But it's really hard, like oh, physically. Yeah. I think I know, people yeah. don't understand. Like, why don't you stand up and you're physically exhausted? Mm. Mm. One of the things that is really beautiful in all your films mm. is you take the viewer on a journey through your country. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of people listening to us have no idea what that country is like. Oh, yeah. if could maybe somebody like to describe that country a little bit. Because there's a lot of different kind of country you go through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like what's, I mean like saltwater country, what mm. kind, what we got there. Where they hook up in the beach. Beach and freshwater and what it looked like, I'm really saying all. It's just, it's all connected because our dreaming side, it's all connected and all story. All the 
Mm. And that's why we all connected to the land. Most of the film based on a lot of the countries, countries. that's been shown on the film. Also, like, I don't think people in the this area of Australia, like we say, they're freshwater, saltwater, desert day. Eh? Mm. Mm, yeah. But we just say um, freshwater and saltwater. You yeah, what we? Saltwater. Salt salt water. Water. Mm. And same time, fresh. Yeah, I'm a little bit fresh. A little bit fresh. Well, a little bit fresh. Which one do we think is best? Freshwater people or saltwater salt salt water. Water people? <laughs> and why? Because, because we saltwater, you can eat all kinds of, kind of salt water food. You can but eat. plus, we but plus, we dreaming, didn't we? Oh, we in between, fresh and salt. Because I say, I when people ask me, I say, I like salt water because salt water, you got the salt water and the fresh, fresh water. water. Yeah, yeah. Oh. because you got salt and oh, fresh yeah. meat together. Yeah, mm. we got swamp, black goose, fresh water, yeah. And some of that swamp that's like paperback forest. Oh, yeah. 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 City mob here, they might not know that one. Oh, it's oh, yeah. really, really beautiful. And Medang, you see me? Medang, yeah, yeah. paperback. Mm. Oh, yeah, like in Jealous one, we're over in um, Gabo and love that swamp, and we, that you see all those paperback, paperback. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And on top of the, the, that Nungudi Hill, that black water snake hill, and looking over the, that. Where they're standing on top and top of that and hill. The view. Yeah. Mm. You look over that biggest swamp. You know what they want to do with that big swamp area? Dam them up to mm. make that same. Like so we saw a film last night called Undermine. 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 Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Undermine. Really good one. Eh? Yeah, really good one. We'd like to give a shout out to that one. Anyways, they want to dam them up that Daly River to. Develop mm. the north, make it the food bowl of the nation. Mm. Yeah. So between, they want to frack it and dam it. Frack it and poison the water, more like it. And then there, there are probably people who will listen to this in uh, New Zealand, in America. What do you want to say to them to close up? Thank you all for <laughs> Thank listening. Thank you all for listening. We're from the Carvin Film Collector. Hope you enjoy our story, story and our film. and things like that. <laughs> and we'll put a note at the end so everybody can yeah. find. Is, are the films on the web anywhere? People can look them up. We have a Facebook page, eh? Mm. Mm. Facebook. We got a Carbing email. All right, we'll link to the the Carbing Facebook page. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, this yeah, is not about was... anthropology. Thank you for joining us for another conversation in anthropology at Deakin. This episode has featured a conversation with Elizabeth Povinelli, Chair of the Department of Anthropology at Columbia University, Lorraine Lane, Linda Yarrowin, Cecilia Lewis, and Sandra Yarrowin. If you'd like to learn more about their work, you can find them via your favourite search engine, Carabing, K-A-R-R-A-B-I-N-G, or via the links in the show notes. Conversations in Anthropology at Deakin is produced by me, Timothy Neal, and David Border-Giles, with support from the Faculty of Arts and Education at Deakin University. If you'd like to get in touch with us about the show, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at TD Neal, and David is at DH Border Giles. And if you enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes, think about giving us a review on iTunes or elsewhere. Mm-hmm.